Where are we going? Welcome to this exclusive podcast produced by Spirit Watch Ministries that will show where life in our darkening times is now turning and how you can avoid the detours of deception through the hope of biblical truth. The Lord Jesus in Matthew 24 warned us over two millennia ago and how urgently we need to heed him now. Our host is Pastor Rafael Martinez, a seasoned Northwest Indiana-based minister, intercessor, and counter-cult apologist who will help you discern the journey of change we're all on as the last day of the last days now winds down. For more information, check out our Facebook page and our website at spiritwatch.org. Now. Here's Pastor Raphael. Where are we going? That's the question we will explore in our podcast each week, and thanks for listening to episode two today. I'm Raphael Martinez, a minister within the Church of God Cleveland Movement for well over 28 years and director of Spirit Watch Ministries, a discernment outreach. We hope you found these podcasts thought-provoking and would appreciate your spreading the word to others about them. We're sorry that a set of unforeseen difficulties have delayed them for two weeks and and appreciate your coming by today. It's easy to find our podcast on the internet at our spiritwatch.org ministry website or on Facebook using the search term Spirit Watch Ministries. Links to them will be on our homepage and on our Facebook page as well. We also maintain a blog as well as where you can find a lot of entries we've done over the years which we've started posting again after other difficulties prevented us, and you can find the link for our podcast posted there as well. If you'd like to read these articles, which expand upon our content from the Spirit Watch site in a bit more unconventional way, as well as find the podcast links too, check it out at spiritwatchunchained.blogspot.com. Again, spiritwatchunchained, all one word, dot blogspot.com. We're working on getting our feed further network, and you can help us spread further out by sharing the links with others and letting them know what you found. Please let your friends know, and please subscribe as well on our uh, podcast page. Now, we're going to see the way it is in life, to see where we're going, as we are continuing to explore Matthew chapter 24 in our ongoing study. We're looking into the warning of Jesus Christ about when to know when the end of the world was at hand and the sign of when he would return. This is a heavy subject, and while Christ had a lot to say about life and living as he preached his gospel, which we will certainly touch on in future podcasts, for now, The explosive times that we live in require a review of what he said about the final days of life in this world before his return. Jesus was asked by his disciples what signs to look for that would reveal he was coming and also when the world would actually end. In our first episode, we saw that Jesus highlighted that the one sign above all others is that people would arise to deceive others, something he warns us to watch very carefully for. Through debate and teaching and declaration, the voices of deception are indeed everywhere. This debate comes down to one thing. Whose side are you on? It's my truth. In the latter days, y'all shall come to a land that is brought back from the sword. Well, American West. Amen. Right? We want it back from the Indians by the sword. Many people will gather against the mountains. Rockies. Mm -hmm. Of Israel. United States. Mm -hmm. That have always been waste. Montana or 
Idaho. <laughs> and they shall dwell safely in all of them. Praise the Lord. Everything that I've heard of Q, I, I hope that I hope that this is real. Q is a patriot. He is someone that is very much loves his country and he's on the same page as us and he is very pro-Trump, okay? But the thing that's really disturbing about Noah isn't the silly, it's that it's immoral. It's about a psychotic mass murderer who gets away with it and his name is God. Genesis says God was so angry with himself for screwing up when he made mankind so flawed, Urgh that he sent the flood to kill everyone, everyone, men, women, children, babies. What kind of tyrant punishes everyone just to get back at the few he's mad at? I mean, besides Chris Christie. What Jesus went on to say in Matthew chapter 24 further illuminates how these lords of last day's deception show themselves. Verse five reads, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Note very closely what Jesus is saying about the nature of the liars and the truth claim that these deceivers bring. They don't come into view looking like demons or monsters, but, but as those coming in the name of Jesus himself, as associating themselves with the purest morality, as a chosen messenger of truth. He reveals that those who come to deceive will unashamedly lay claim to a moral authority divinely bestowed upon them, which must be followed, demanding submission to his direction by all listeners. And some will, by word and deed, even claim that they are the Christ, or someone who is anointed and chosen above all others. Now the term Christ has an interesting background. It's originally from the Hebrew language and referred to a geopolitical ruler a warrior king sent out to deliver an oppressed people out of bondage and returning them to security and peace in their own chosen land. Think about our current political culture and you can see some very disturbing connections here which we don't have time to get into discussion over today. For in this verse, Jesus is telling us that deceptive people will go so far as to claim to actually be him as the chosen one requiring their allegiance. Now the term chosen one is used frequently in human history, it's not just from Star Wars sagas alone. And it's used to identify a man or woman who is said by others around them to have an inspired calling to leadership that is meant to truly be inspiring. Are you talking about the phrase we've known all of our lives about the second coming of Christ? It is the second coming, yes, in Christian terms. Right. But it goes wider than Christian terms. This is really the coming of a a world teacher for the whole of humanity to really to inaugurate the new age. We're entering a new age, a new phase, a cyclic manifestation for mankind. And Jesus, the real and the only Christ, has told us thousands of years ago that many people will buy into the claims of these Christs or chosen ones and devote their lives to following them, giving all of their hearts and minds to embracing their teachings. And he prophesied that this foundational lie of being the manifestation of divine choice of the top of the line will seduce millions. And we certainly can see those disturbing connections a whole lot clearer these days. These connections are what Jesus said will be used to deceive, and they are. 
We've seen such abominable advances of deception already at so many levels in human society in the past few years. The tragic truth is that most people are easily led away by their dreams for better times and for messiahs who will lead them there. These times are chillingly called in scripture the last days. And this personal movement-driven manner that Jesus is warning us about is one that cannot be ignored anymore. These warnings cannot be passed over at anything else but our own personal peril. These false Christs, Jesus said, further on in verse 24, will also be joined by those he calls false prophets who, as he said, will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the very elect. Now we're talking about a big picture view of things, my friends, a deep look over a dark reality that seeks to shadow our lives every day. If you want to monetize it, Deception is a multi-zillion dollar industry that spans the globe and has billions of people caught up in it. The net worth of entire secular governments and human cultures is funded by the lies that human philosophy and tradition have created by our own fallen human nature. Deception uses every form of human interaction and commerce you can think of to spread, and plain old human socializing is where it presents itself at its worst. Take note of something often hidden in plain sight. It's in the crumbling institutions of marriage, the family, and parenting where so much that is wrong and deceptive about life has been transmitted. It's become an immersive influence none of us escape. The popular media, entertainment, and advertising are willing accomplices, exerting reinforcement of whatever false whims people want to present as a new truth indoctrinating generations of children with. And the false Christs and prophets Jesus is warning about have very deep pockets. They use the clays of humanity as a very pliable source medium to create who they want. We've heard a few sound bites of that a few moments ago. So let's break that down just a bit to see where our story merges with this one. Think about the things about people and life that you've learned growing up that you learned later were wrong even evil. Think about the social circles you run in where you keep hearing so much of these lies presented as truth so casually, so ordinarily, that people all around you just accept them as normal. Think about the cherished myths you've heard or even toyed with that point us to some new messiah who will save us from ourselves, or maybe even at least stabilize the economy, or maybe even put that last meme filled with impacting ideals before us through our feeds. Something is always trying everything within us, beckoning to our tastes, our prejudices, our cultural background. And this hunt for souls is how deception works today. It wants company, and it takes pride in its accomplishments, its market share, its number of views and downloads, and the sheer diversity of humanity that is comfortably claimed. And when deception becomes a magnetic, charismatic and engaging voice standing before you, its body count increases exponentially, potentially at your expense. Such deceitful people sing and pray and uplift and offer deliveries of truth-laced lies that can be heard everywhere all around, even quoting the Bible and sounding more spiritual than Christians themselves. Remember our last episode's big idea? 
that the most dangerous lie is indeed the one that sounds most closely like the truth. So apart from the only source of divine truth that the Word and Spirit of God brings to us, Jesus shows us that deception is indeed an equal opportunity snare of humanity wielded by so many ruthless hunters. And that's as that old Bruce Hornsby song says is, the way it is. Next week we'll tackle a few more verses from Matthew chapter 24 as we explore the clouds of deception that have fogged our way in a deeper way. We'll be studying verses 6 through 8 with an eye-opening review of current events that Jesus prophesied would occur. Thanks for listening today and please share with friends the links to our podcast. May God continue to give you ears to hear, eyes to see, and a mindset of seeking Him is our prayer today. Thanks for listening today as we explore just where are we going. Our prayer is that you have been encouraged and strengthened and if necessary, challenged in your daily journey through life. Jesus is coming. You can fall with the night or you can rise with the sun. The choice is yours. You can email us with questions and comments at feedback at spiritwatch.org. And if you need urgent personal spiritual help, email us at help at spiritwatch.org. We look forward to hearing from you. Please follow our podcasting at our Facebook page and our website at spiritwatch.org. This podcast is a production of Spirit Watch Ministries, taking heed that no man deceives you.